the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. All right, here's one of the latest trends in the evangelical church. The Metaverse Church. Virtual Church. Yeah, you just roll out of bed. Well, you don't even have to roll out of bed. But if you roll out of bed, leave your jammies on, put on your uh, bunny slippers, and put on your headset, and you go to virtual church. A lot of people are saying, isn't this wonderful? This is the next great thing for the kingdom of God and evangelism. Well, I'm going to make it very clear. It can be used for evangelism, but it ain't church. Because it does not fulfill the biblical requirements. Oh, Bob, you're just against new technology. You're just an old fuddy-duddy. Well, maybe I am, but I am a biblical fuddy-duddy. And people say, well, Bob, there were people who said that sound systems were demonic. Well, that was dumb. And sound systems enhanced the biblical model of the church. Ditto with the big screens and all of that. But the metaverse, virtual churches cannot accomplish what God has called the local church to do. How do you baptize? No, virtually. No, they'll, uh, you know, they'll put that avatar right in the water and put them under the water. Are you kidding me? Who's going to do the funeral? Part of the church is ministering to people at their time of need, when they're sick, when they're deaf. Is the avatar pastor going to visit you in the hospital? Is the avatar pastor going to pray with you or a family member when they are taking their last breath? And what about fellowship? Can you really fellowship with other avatars? I've got another article in my hand. Headline, I went to church in the metaverse, and this is what I found. It's an eight-page article in a Christian publication, and it's this individual who went to several Metaverse virtual churches, and I'm not going to mention the names of the churches, some pretty well-known, nationally known mega churches. They now have metaverse churches, virtual churches. And I learned some things. When you go to virtual church, you put on the headset and it looks real. There's the outside of the church. You walk in. There's the lobby. There's all the signs on the walls and all of that. There's a greeter at the door, an avatar, who greets your avatar. There's an usher who will escort you to a seat. 
Other avatars are seated around you, in front of you, beside you, behind you. There's a woman be uh, in front of you. There's a gentleman behind you. There's uh, a black person to your left. There's an Asian person to your right. There's the auditorium. There's the platform. There's a pulpit. There are the TV screens. It all looks so real. It's church. There's the praise team on the platform, and they're singing, and they're playing instruments. But here's the problem. None of it is real. It's all pretend. Isn't that what virtual is? It's pretend. These are not real people. They're avatars. They're electronic, imaginary people. And they have chosen what kind of avatar they have. Could be a dumpy old 70-some-year-old man like me who chooses a 24-year-old avatar with a sleek body because that's what I want to be. None of it is real. It's all pretend. How can that possibly be church? How can it fulfill the commands? Part part of the New Testament church is discipline and accountability to each other. How do you do that in a virtual world? Answer, you don't. You can pretend to be anything. You can remain anonymous. In fact, this one article that I finished uh, reading just before the break, it says you can see the immense potential. Listen to this. This is a person who is advocating metaverse virtual churches. Think it's great. Think of the immense potential of winning kingdom territory all over the world from your basement. Yeah, the... The virtual pastor doesn't have to go visit anybody, doesn't have to interact with anyone, certainly doesn't have to listen to the complaints of people who think his sermon is too long and the auditorium is too hot, too cold, the lights are too dim, the lights are too bright. Now, the pastor can sit in his basement in his bunny slippers and his pajamas and preach through a avatar from the pulpit. The whole thing is phony. It's pretend. And it destroys the concept of real koinonia, fellowship with each other, and accountability to each other, and seeing people face to face, and understanding that we accept each other as we are, not what we want to be in an avatar. Now again, if a church wants to use this as a evangelistic outreach to get people who would never walk inside a church so they can get the gospel in a virtual church, yeah, okay. But then, my goodness, tell them, come to church. Come and fellowship with real people in a real church, with a real pastor, with real accountability, with real Bible doctrine. Don't allow them to remain anonymous 
in a pretend world. But this is where we're going. We're pretending to be this and pretending to be that. And just because we can does not mean we should. This is a bad, bad trend and fad. Hey, churches are subject to trends and fads like anybody else. I get that. And you know what? Some trends and fads are just fine. Some of them are good. Some of them are okay. But this is a bad trend. Technology is not always good. If it is good, use it. If it doesn't violate biblical principles, wonderful! Use the latest technology. But when it violates clear biblical principles, and I would love for anybody to convince me that a virtual metaverse church can fulfill the New Testament pattern for a local church. I'm here. Convince me. Convince me. But do it biblically. And don't just say, a lot of people are going to be reached that couldn't be reached otherwise. Now, if you want to evangelize them and reach them, fine. But then get them into a real fellowship of real believers where there is real things going on, not a pretend virtual world. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, this is uh, this is one of those stories, topics, subjects that uh, someone in the listening audience sent me, and and I thought, no, 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 this is fake news. Somebody's made this up. Now, now, no, 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 no. And then I looked it up myself. There is a website, and I'm not going to give you the name of it because I don't want to give them any attention whatsoever. Uh, however, if if you don't believe, and I'm saying this not in a smart like way, in a honest way, if what I'm sharing with you, if you don't believe this is actually true, and it's hard to believe that it is, You send me an email, bob at bobtalk.com, and I'll send you the link so you can check it out yourself. There is a website for fathers. Uh, It even has the word father in the name of the website. Uh, It is a website primarily for LGBTQIA plus fathers. Yeah. Uh, It is definitely a, a... a homosexual website for fathers, but it's the real thing. And and it the headline is: If you're taking kids to a pride parade, have these conversations first. And then the headline under that: Should you take your kids to a pride parade? Kids can join in the fun of pride, but there are certain conversations you should have beforehand, it says. And let me quote. 
Part of it I, I can't read on the air, but it begins by saying, Pride parades and the pride festivals that follow are noisy and crowded. They're filled with sights that may be new to kids like public nudity and kink. Now, I've told you over and over again, that's why local TV stations are all over the pride parade, but never live, because they can't. They would lose their broadcast license, because they never know what's going to happen, so it's always video, never live. Let me read this quote again. This is from a real website for fathers, quote, Pride parades and the pride festivals that follow are noisy and crowded. They're filled with sights that may be new to to kids like public nudity and kink. Not to mention that pride parades aren't the most sober of places. So it's appropriate. So is it appropriate to take your young kids to pride? And here's the answer. Considering the benefits for all families, including seeing other LGBTQ plus families like yours, or showing up as an ally if your family members are straight and cisgender, the answer is absolutely yes. So the writer of the article admits there's going to be nudity and kink, and there's going to be a lot of drunkenness, stuff that kids have never seen before. Should you take your kids... Absolutely, yes. Not to mention that these educational aspects of pride are paired with joy and celebration. But it is necessary to talk to kids about new things they may see at pride before diving diving into it. Uh, Then it gives a history of pride parades, where they came from, and so forth. And then I jump down to about the middle of the second page. Prepping kids for a pride parade. If you're taking your family to pride for the first time, make sure you have a conversation about it ahead of time. Share the history of pride in an age-appropriate way. And then it gives books about LGBTQ and so forth that uh, you can read to your kids. Talk to your children about pride As if it's not just this big party, but it's a celebration of being. It's a recognition of historical oppression and uprising. Uh, Then there are some outrageous quotes from a Jennifer McGuire, Ph.D. and associate professor of family social science at the University of Minnesota, who has been to pride celebrations across the world with her family from Tucson to Amsterdam. Uh, oh boy. McGuire, a lesbian parent, always preps her kids for possible adult content beforehand. After a few events, listen to this, I'm quoting, the kids knew to expect nudity and other surprises. They just had to learn to laugh And enjoy things like, and then I can't read this on the air. They just had to learn and laugh and enjoy things like, and then there's a graphic description of what 
is common in gay pride parades. And she says, for a fourth and fifth grade kids, that's super funny. No, it's obscene. This goes on for eight pages of why children should be taken to gay pride parades to program them, to brainwash them, to groom them for that kind of lifestyle. Again, one of my listeners sent this to me, and I thought, no, 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 this can't be. No, no, this is made up. No, it's real. It is real. (sighs) Should you take your kids to gay pride parade? Yeah, they're going to see nudity and all kinds of kinkiness and a bunch of drunkenness and a bunch of obscene and profane things, but in the end, it will really help the kids and It will teach them just to laugh about things like that and enjoy it. That is pure evil. Wow. I'm just... Talk about getting sick in the stomach. This is what they're doing to our children, robbing them of their innocence intentionally. That is evil, folks. Hey... Be in a good Bible-believing church, not a virtual church. And please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.